Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. Super excited to be here today because I am here with Jordan. Say hi, Jordan. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being on. Uh, this is uh, this is one that I've been looking forward to for a while. I look forward to all of my episodes, but I've been looking forward to this because let's just make no bones about it. You're popular, Jordan. You're you're a popular person. Um, your Instagram has almost thirty eight thousand followers, which is incredible congratulations if i had a if i had a clap thing right now i'd do a round of applause but i don't have one of those but that's amazing i mean really like that's incredible and you've posted like 2300 posts on your instagram so you've spent a lot of time and work and investment into that um and i had found you uh through only human where i have found so many other people that i've connected with because they're such an incredible organization um and i've done a lot of work with them uh shout out to only human and I saw you and I saw your your Instagram and I started scrolling through your Instagram and I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to have this person. I have to have this human on my podcast. Uh, I love your posts. I love the things that you talk about. I love the approach that you take to things. Uh, so I'm super excited to have you here and thank you so much for joining. Well, thanks for that intro. And that's, I mean, it's good to hear. So I'm glad I'm putting out there what and people are receiving, I guess, it in the right way. It's nice um, yeah. to know you're doing something right, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I just try to be myself and I guess put out there what I feel like other people can maybe relate to. So that's yeah. what I try and do. And Absolutely. I love Instagram for me is great just because I've been able to connect with so many other people. Um, and I feel like that's my favorite part about it. You know, just like right now I'm connecting with you. And yeah. It's great. Like that's why I love it. 100%. That's why I love the platform so much. I've met so many amazing humans uh, through my connections on Instagram and the kind of ripple effect. You meet one person and then they say, oh, this person, or you see another person. And it's just like such a beautiful ripple effect that it can have. Um, and as always, I always like to say, um, we don't know where we are now until we know where we came from. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience kind of who you are and a little bit about your background. Uh, so my name is Jordan. Uh, I'm a transgender male. I am 29 years old, and I live right now I live in Austin, Texas. Uh, my wife and I recently just moved back here kind of after COVID hit just to be closer to family and work full time for the company I own with my brother and my dad who live out here as well. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of why the reason we moved back here. But for that, we were actually out in Colorado for a while, um, lived out there for about three years. Um, I originally grew up in South Florida, uh, so I'm kind of kind of been all over the all place. All over the place, there. yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely have, have realized that I like the colder weather and being more in the mountains and that fresh air. It's just, I just, it's definitely more for me <laughs> than the yeah. heat. Realize. Um, so, so Austin I, makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean. <laughs> Well, Austin's a little bit hot, actually. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Realize, I'm like, wow, it gets really hot. But it does get cool here. Yeah. Um, you know, like once the winter starts coming around, it gets really nice. So I will say the weather here is, I do enjoy it. You touched on a bunch of things that we have to talk about. You just like hit me with a whole bunch. And I'm like mentally making notes as you're talking. I'm like, all right, we got to talk about this and this. Um, obviously, I, I would love to start with your your experience, um, your your transition experience. When did that happen for you? Exactly. You said you're 29 now. So when did that? I guess I don't want to say when did that happen? Because that sounds like a definitive one time. And that's not what it is at all. But I guess if you want to start with maybe when that process kind of started for you. So when I was 25 is when I kind of started taking hormones, um, yeah. started this journey. And I realized 
I mean, I think I always knew, um, you know, I always knew that I didn't feel the same way as other, my other girl friends felt, and I just never felt comfortable in my body. Um, and when yeah. I looked at myself, it's, there was just something that wasn't fitting. Um, and growing up, I mean, like I would like lay in bed at night and wish that I could wake up a boy the next day, but that was something oh, then yeah. I didn't really necessarily know that was, you know, that was a thing or like that was even possible or other people felt yeah. that way. Um, just cause like when I was younger, like the education around transgender people like was not there as it is now. Same um, thing with even, me. It was the yeah, same. Yeah. Right. And so even like our parents then like, it's not like they even knew or had the education yeah. on what it was. So I mean, as a kid, I never really told my parents that kind of stuff, but I definitely what led and like was more masculine, I feel like, than the other girls. And I always wanted to be hanging out with the guys or yeah. dress up like a guy. Um, so it was kind of obvious when I look back at my life, like that I've clearly always felt this way. But it was not till I got older and kind of started seeing other trans guys on YouTube yeah. um, and on Instagram and being like, oh my gosh, like, this is like, what, this is possible kind of, you know what I mean? Like, wow, like yeah. how wild, like, you know? And I feel like YouTube for, is really big for me. And I also had a friend um, that I knew in high school that I, he had transitioned, not in high school, but later on um, that I knew. And so he was like one of the first people I kind of reached out to and just started kind of picking his brain a little bit and asking him questions. And I mean, he basically told me like we had a conversation and, he was like, if there was nobody else in this world, like, what would you do? You know, like, if you didn't have to think about wow. people or, like, how what people thought, like, what would you do? And I was like, well, I would be a man, you know? And yeah. that's when he was like, well, <laughs> like, I think you just answered, you know, I think you know what you need to do. And I yeah. literally, like, immediately, like, went to a doctor and, like, I didn't even actually have to get a letter from a therapist. And so I just, like, started on hormones pretty quickly. Um and then kind of went from there. That's incredible. I, I really love what your friend said to you because that's, I've had very similar conversations with a lot of people, not about that exact topic, but about other things where um, I'm the type of person where I do, in general, without hurting people, I do what I want to do. I live the life that I want to live. Um, I say what I think. Um, I don't go along with things just to go along with them. I have no interest or desire to hurt anybody's feelings or anything like that, but I'm also going to live my best life for myself. Um, so people often, you know, say that to me and it's not like I'm some poster child for, Oh, do this or that. But like my friends will say to me occasionally, like, Oh, everybody else wanted to do this and you want to do that other thing. Like, how do you do? And I'm like, just think about if you die tomorrow, do, do you want to just go along with everything else? Or do you want to say that you're a person that did what you wanted to do and spoke your mind and ever people are like, yeah. So it's kind of that whole same thing of like, if, pretend like nobody else is around or pretend like you only have one day left to live. Like, what would you do? What would you say? How would you be, you know? Um, so I, I really love that your friend had that conversation with you. And obviously that put you on the right path, which is really cool. So um, how long have you, uh, how long have you been with your wife? Uh, so we've been married for our uh, two year anniversary was in June. Uh, we've been together for about a little over five years now. Um, married for two. So, yeah. so she was with you during the entire process that you went yeah, through the transition so we and before and I kind of so after we were engaged I had yeah. kind of come out to her and my family 
um, letting them know that that was what I was going to do. So yeah, she was with me through my my whole transition. And I always like to ask, and you know, if topics are off limits or whatever, that's totally fine. But I, I would be remiss not to ask it. How how was that for your family and for your wife? Like, how was that process of you? sitting down and having that conversation and saying, this is what I want to do for me. So I like, I was actually driving in the car. Um, I was, I was, I was working selling seafood and I was driving in the car by myself um, and kind of had like almost like a breakdown where I was like, this is what I need to do. And yeah, I was hysterically crying and I like pull over on the side of the road and I just called my dad and I don't even remember like the exact words that I said to him. Like now, like thinking about it, I think I just told him that, like I like I feel like I'm a, a boy, like or something like that, like something I don't exactly remember the words, but I just remember telling him, you know, that this is what I needed to do, um, and he was, I mean, at first he was, of course, I'm like hysterically crying, so that's all he really cared about at first. He's yeah. like, well, like whatever it is, like, are you okay? Like, please, yeah, are like, you safe or are you okay? Over. Exactly. Like, he just was like, whatever, like, it's yeah. like, I love you. Just like, are you okay? You know? And, um, and I, I maybe like, I don't know what I said because I feel like I didn't really have the words to say when I first told them because I almost didn't really, you know, it's like scary. I don't know. It's, it's just something because it's so different than like what yeah. people are used to. And now of course, like it's not as, but it's still, you know, it still is. And, yeah. So it's something that's really scary just to like come out and say, um, yeah. but I mean, he was very supportive and that's I great. After I called him, I, I called my wife and told her to, and I think she already kind of maybe had hints just because, you know, she's with me all the time. And I was like looking at more videos on YouTube and following more trans guys on social media and, so I'm sure that she kind of had like hints like, oh, maybe Jordan feels this way. Um, so, I mean, she she was like, I'll love you no matter what. Um, of course, like, you know, that was a journey for us as well. Um, yeah. You know, because like she also has to like transition within that in a way, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah. He had to, you know, she found her identity and like thought she, you know, liked females um, you know, and then kind of realize, well, like, maybe I don't really like females. Like, maybe I'm just like poly. It, I think that's the word. Maybe that's not right. No. What's the word where now I don't even know. I'm horrible. <laughs> like, like pansexual. Yeah. Like pansexual, you just like, a hu- yes. you just, yes. you just yes. like yes. a human and it pansexual. doesn't, it doesn't have a gender assigned to not it. Poly, Cause that means you're dating like more than one person. So yeah. that's wrong. Um, but pansexual. Yes. Like she realized like, wow, like I'm actually, I like, believe that I'm pansexual because yeah like I loved every person that I've been with just for who they are not really yeah. necessarily like their sex um, yeah. or gender um like none of that mattered to her um so yeah I mean it was a transition for us both and of course you know there were times that are hard but like I think in all like it has made us a stronger couple um just because like it's made me just a more confident person in who I am which in return, like, would would help, you know, your partnership if you love yourself more. So yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. I'm I'm really glad that you were able to have that support system of people that just said, you know what, I love you. And that's, that's, that's fine. Like, um, because 
I have met some people that did not have that kind of support system, and, it, and it's really rough. So I, I'm really happy for you and your family and your wife, and that's amazing. Um, another thing I wanted to touch on because you mentioned it is you're a business owner. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, um, so I own a, a CBD company with my dad uh, and my brother. Um, okay. And my dad and I started the company uh, about three years ago, and my brother kind of joined us about two years ago. Um, and I recently, a year ago, moved back to Austin so we could all work like under the same roof and kind of grow the business a lot more than we were when we were all separated. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. is this like an online company or do you have a storefront? Like what, what's kind of the, the yeah. setup and, and what do you, do you guys specialize in something in particular? How does that look? So our company is called Ziggy's Naturals. So it's, it's named after my wife as well. Her name is Ziggy. Um, That's awesome. And uh, so we, we do, we're all online, but we are carried like some stores carry us yeah. uh, some doctor's offices, chiropractor's offices. Oh, that's um, great. Most of our sales do come from online. Um, really a lot from like partners that like spread the word on social media and stuff like that. Like we've realized in the CBD industry, it's really hard to advertise on like Facebook and stuff. So yeah. word of mouth and like having people post about us and actually share our stuff because they believe in it um, has really helped us grow a lot, which is great. It's cool because that's just all over the United States. Um, yeah. instead of really sticking to one place. Uh, but yeah, we, it's been great. We sell a bunch of different products from topicals, uh, to tinctures, to edibles. And we're, our niche is like really the LGBTQ community, LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I'm transgender male. So I'm, I like, and part of the community, yeah. And, you know, I've just realized that our community. I feel like they, you know, it's important to show them that there are companies out there that truly support them. Um, yeah, we support them not just during specific months, and you know, and that's what we try and do. Yeah. Like, you know, we just recently like changed our like whole logo and branding, like to like the new pr the rainbow logo and. Um, I mean, that's just really important to me and it's really amazing. And I definitely feel blessed that like my brother and dad, like, feel like it's just as important to them to like represent our community, you know, even though they are just allies, which it's important to have more and more allies because that's what will help us in the end too. You know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I love so much about what you just said. Um, and, uh, you know, so people listening to this will hear that Ziggy's Naturals, and I'm going to put links and everything to your website and everything in the description of the podcast. Um, and I'll definitely be a supporter. So um, I will, we'll, we'll connect after this of how I can support you all. Um, you know, but I, I love that. And I love um, kind of what you said about not only just the community itself, but allies um, is super important. Um, you know, if change is going to happen, um, you know, on a large scale, you can't just have somebody within the community itself talking about it. You have to have people that love and support and care about that community also raising their voices, even if they're not a member of that community. People need to speak up and say when things are good or not okay or whatever it may be. So definitely going to be a supporter of your company for sure. And like I said, I'll put all the links and everything in the description below. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm going to be, going to be looking out for that, which is cool. So tell me a little bit about Austin. Uh, you lived in Colorado, you lived in Florida, you know, there's this whole mass exodus going on right now. People, 
you know, a lot of Hollywood people that live in LA and, and New York City and stuff like that, they've been talking and saying, I'm moving to Austin yeah. or I'm moving to Colorado. It's become yeah. like a really big thing. So what what is the draw? If you had to really kind of figure it out, what is the draw to Austin? Like, why is all of this happening, you would say? I mean, okay, so if you've ever been to Austin, like the hill country area, it kind of reminds me of like, California a little bit like the hill oh, okay. there and but it's like half the price <laughs> so I ah, think so I that's think the that, draw I think that's the biggest draw is that they could like have a place and Austin's really cool you know it's really hip it's the music city capital of the United States yeah you know ACL's here which is like huge a lot of like big time like famous people go to that um, South by Southwest, you know, I mean, yeah. there's just a lot of things that happen in Austin. Um, it is really pretty. There's a, a lot of good food. Um, I've heard the food culture is pretty amazing. It's great. I mean, coming from like Florida, going from Florida to, and I lived in, so I went, moved here my junior year of high school to Texas from Florida. Okay. So I kind of like grew up in Florida and then moved here in high school uh, and then moved to I actually lived in Louisiana as well because I went to like LSU for a year. Um, You're all over the place. I've been all over. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I, I would say that Austin is just a really, really cool place to be. And it's, you know, it's just less expensive than California. Uh, but you get a re really cool vibes and kind of yeah. same style of homes in a way. Certain homes are like same kind of style um the weather is like you know warm um you can be outside all the time but it also gets like kind of cool at night not in the summer but when it's not the summer <laughs> yeah um, uh so i don't know i think that's a big plus for them and like when you're in texas there's not really any like natural disasters you know that you're like that's a perk happening. like i know being in florida like we have hurricanes like all the time yeah you yeah know, people in california they have like you know my friend kyle the other day was like oh i could never put like glass on my shelf because like there's earthquakes earthquakes like, you know yeah i'm just like oh i didn't even think about that you my, know? my my wife and i used to live in california and that is exactly how it is uh we yeah. were my first earthquake we were in a we were in a restaurant i think it, it might have been a mexican restaurant and we were just hanging out and like stuff started shaking and her and I were like, what is that? And everybody else just acted so chill and so like they didn't even acknowledge it. And I was like, our table is moving. Um, and everybody else is just so relaxed and everything. And I was just like, I'm never going to be comfortable with this. The the ground is shaking. I'm never going to be OK with this. Oh my gosh. Um, but being in Cleveland is nice because there's really no natural disasters yeah. or anything either. Like we're pretty well protected and insulated. So I kind of like that. But. That's yeah. good to know. Um, I have some friends that, that live in and around the Austin area, um, and they, they love it. They absolutely love it. So I'm always interested to kind of hear what people think coming from different locations and stuff like that, like why yeah. you choose the place that you settle. Do you think your wife and I will, uh, you know, stay there for, for a while? I mean, Texas is not really my favorite place. Vibe, yeah. Um, you know, I will say just because a lot of the laws here um, – you know, I mean, I will say the community here is awesome. Like, there's a yeah. huge, the LGBTQ plus community here is great. Like, a lot of, like, inclusive places and yeah. a lot of people are awesome. But it's just, like, the government and the laws. Um, against Not so friendly. People specifically, too. And just, 
I don't know. It just doesn't feel as welcome. Whereas like in Colorado, you know, the governor's gay and it's just, it just was so different there. It felt different and we felt more welcome. And it's, it's just, I don't really know how to explain, you know, but it's like, so Texas for me is not my favorite place. I also, like I, like I said, I like love the mountains um, or the, or a beach. Like I don't really like being, and the beach here does not count. <laughs> it's a fake beach. It doesn't yeah. count. I'm like, Galveston does not count. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So to me, like, I feel like where, where we'll end up, I'm, I really am not sure. Um, well, just but- by looking at your posts and stuff, you seem like a beach person because like just your vibe on your Instagram, you seem very much like a beach person. I mean, you're an extremely fit man. Like you're, you're very, very fit. And you all, all these posts that, that you post, it, it looks like you're hanging out at like Miami beach or something, or that you should be at least. Um, but, but I, I wanted to get to that as well because we talked about, um, you know, social media is such a huge thing. And you talked about, you know, the influence. And I feel like so often we talk about the negative influence of social media, but you actually talked about some of the really positives of being able to see, you know, trans men like on YouTube and being like, oh, okay, like there are these people out here and they have a voice and like maybe I can have a voice, um, you know, and seeing these things. And, and you have a very, very extensive Instagram. I can't even say I've been through your Instagram. I didn't scroll through 2,300 posts. I don't have that type of bandwidth. Mm-hmm. But I started scrolling through a lot of your posts. Um, and I really like them. Um, they seem like a nice combination of honest and positive, which is always good. Um, you know, you, you seem very open to kind of telling your story and open to other people's stories and um, giving people a platform to be heard, which is really amazing. So I think that's really incredible. But when it comes to social media, um, you know, you, you get on your Instagram and you start to post these things about your life and all this what's the mindset behind that? Do you kind of create ideas of like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to post about this and you know, Thursday I'm going to post about this and Friday or every day. Is it just like whatever is going on in my life? That's what I'm going to talk about. Or is it a little more cultivated in terms of like, I want to tell more of a story. Um, so I feel like, yeah, it definitely is now. I feel like now it is more of kind of like, I don't, I don't really necessarily post something from that day. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes I do, um it just depends because i feel like i don't know it's like it's sometimes it's hard right to just like constantly like all the time um so like what i try and do now is like you know i'll take some photos like when i'm doing the thing that whatever i'm doing if i'm going out a year and like a lot of my photos aren't like you know like i don't plan like the whole like set you know what i mean like it's like what we're doing and I just, yeah, you don't stage it or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've I've done like some photo shoots and stuff, but that was mostly for like my, my job or like some other things that I like had to do it for, but mostly it's just what I'm doing. Um, but maybe I'll like save the post and post it like the next day or the day after when, cause I already have like some other posts that I like wanted to post. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I just want to like share everything, but then I'm like, Oh, but is that too much? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so I feel like it's also something I should not really think about as much. Yeah. You don't want to get in your head about it. Yeah. Which I, I really don't, you know, necessarily. Like if I like something, like I'm going to post it. I'm not going to be like, yeah. oh, they're not going to like this. Um, was your um was your following uh, 
kind of uh, singular moments of skyrocketing or was it gradual over time? Because getting to 38,000 followers is not an easy thing. That That's quite a number. So like, was there one particular thing that just made it skyrocket and you were like, what is happening? Or was it just kind of gradually over time, like building up steam? I was like thinking about this the other day, actually. I was like, how did, like, when did all of a sudden... Like, how did, why are there so many people following me? I mean, I've, I like, I just noticed recently that like a lot of people that have a lot of followers, like a lot more than me, like f- have followed me for a really long time because like they oh. to me and like they've been like tagging me in their like stories like, oh, like because it's like tag the people you look up to and and I like be like, oh, my God, like what? Like I've looked up to you. Like I'm so confused. Wow. Like, you know, but, <laughs> you know, so I feel like that's like happened recently, which is like in the past like month I have gained like a pretty decent amount of followers. Um, like about a hundred a day. It's been like in the past. Wow. Like, That's incredible. I don't, I don't know like why or, but I mean, yeah. I have been working with like a lot of other companies. Um, and I realize like when I start to work with like bigger brands, um, it does help like my following grow because they usually like will promote a post or something like that. And, it just reaches more people. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think over time, like just keep well, the more I kept posting and like I started making YouTube videos and just like connecting with people. And like I hosted an event for like a bunch of like trans guys in Colorado. Um, I don't know. So I think just meeting people in that sense too has kind of like helped yeah, getting more out there just into the public eye, different things, doing different things. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of helped overall. That's yeah. really cool. Um, so, you know, if, if you don't mind, something that I like to do with people is towards the end, uh, kind of as a podcast, I, I like to do kind of a rapid fire Q&A. Is that something that you'd be up for? Sure. Awesome. And <laughs> and to confirm with the listeners out there, you have no idea what I'm going to ask you, Correct. Correct. I'm nervous. I know. I can see it on your... They can't see it, but I can see it. You're a little nervous right now. Oh, right before we get to it, I see the tattoo on your arm. What what tattoo is it? I, ha- I just got my 12th tattoo. So, uh, oh, look at that. You have nice things. So tell the viewers out there some of the stuff that you have. Um, I have or okay, listeners. So here, so this tattoo is actually, like, really special. The one that I'm pointing to right now. Um, everybody always asks me if I'm, like, sober because it looks like the AA chip. Uh, but it's actually so my dad is sober um, and so I got this this like it looks like the chip but what I did is I put an infinity symbol in the middle and on the chip it does say to thine own self be true and so my dad would always tell me that like when he read that quote it like reminded him of me just because like I've been true to myself like you know coming out and all of that And so that really resonated with me, but I changed like the words, like the AA chip says like unity recovery. And I can't remember, there's one other one, Uh, but I changed the words to peace, love and equality because that like stands for more for like me. Uh, I got this and like, and kind of drew it out kind of for me and my dad, you know? Yeah. I love that. Um, then I have my like chef tattoo cause, uh, I went to culinary school and I've like worked in the kitchen for, since I was like 15. I um, love cooking. So that's really like, awesome. A, a dead chef with some like herbs. 
Um, then really I have cool. Beauty and the Beast Rose. Cause my favorite Disney movie, my yeah, favorite animated I, movie, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Um, I have a Hamsa hand. This was like one of my like second tattoo. Um, it's supposed to just like, you know, rid you of evil and bring good. Um, and then this says perspective, but it's like written like really weird. Oh, yeah. So That's it's like really cool. Perspective. Uh, this is a peony flower. It's my our wedding flower, my wife and I. Oh, that's nice. And I have a bee because I just like love bees and, you know, they do a lot for us. Yeah. Um, and then this is uh, a tattoo I got. Uh, my my cousin was actually like shot in a Stoneman Douglas, a school shooting. Um, and oh my gosh. Her, her favorite color was orange and orange ribbon stands for gun safety. So I got this done. Um, and then I have a butterfly just cause like butterflies, you know, they change and grow and yeah. I love it. Ta- and, tattoos are stories. Uh, and then my last one is, um, what is that? So this one didn't get finished, but this is like this. So this is like a famous portrait. It's called like the lovers and it's basically just like two people like laying together and he's like, well, it's a skeleton, like holding another skeleton um, and this is supposed to be like the sun and like the ground. Uh, but I just like skeletons because like you can't tell what gender they are. So, like I yeah. just so pretty because like, you know, they're almost like genderless in a way. Yeah. Uh, and that's why like I like them. Um, and then I have a tattoo on my back that is like a big um, dream catcher. And there's writing that says uh, dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die today. There you go. I love that. Yeah. That's that's something I would get. That's a really yeah. good quote. I like. That's that. kind of what we talked about in the beginning too. I think like something yeah. like that. Like yeah, you know. absolutely. That's that's the way to go. Um, so thank you. Thanks for going through that. I love. I always love tattoos. Tattoos are stories. Um, it's like it's like a book on you. So I'm always very interested in that. So, all right, let's get to the rapid fire Q and A. So I'm going to ask you five questions. Just the first thing that pops in your mind. What is your favorite late night snack? Ice cream. Ice cream? What kind? Uh, cookies and cream. Oh, good choice. Cookies <laughs> and cream. Uh, is there a certain Austin company of ice cream that you really like? Yeah, uh, it's called Delights. It's it's like healthy ice cream. <laughs> oh, Delights. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah I've seen that before. Like really yeah. low-calorie ice cream so I can eat like a lot yeah. of it. <laughs> I love your face you just made so I can eat a lot of it. Um, <laughs> what is your dream vacation? Um, uh, I really want to go to Greece. My wife and I really want to go to Greece. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Any particular reason why you choose Greece? No, I mean, I just, it just looks really pretty and I kind of, yeah. I've never been to that side of the world before. So the history, whole, the culture, whole Europe, I just want to go to Europe in general. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, what are things that make you sad? Um, fighting with people. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, I like, it's, it's really hard for me, like, to be in an argument and not, like, think about it and carry it with me. Like, I have to, like, yeah. get resolved before I, like, can think about anything else. Like, yeah, so, it I mean, sticks it, with you. Yeah, I'm just, it just, like, eats me up, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes me sad when, I don't know, like, you know, my, my grandparents getting old. Um, yeah. No, uh, mortality. Yeah, mortality yeah. is a sad thing. Things about the world, like those kinds yeah. of things make me sad. 
Well, on the opposite end of the coin, what makes you happy? Um, being around family. Um, and when I say family, you know, I don't, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be blood too. just like people that have always been there for me and chosen family is a very powerful thing. Exactly. So, you know, just being around people that, you know, truly love me and you can be yourself around. I feel like that's when I thrive my best. So last question, what advice would you give your younger self? I would tell myself to keep wishing that you were a boy (laughs) because clearly it happened. So (laughs) clearly it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing the the time that we live in right now, because like you said, when I was younger, you know, and it's the same thing for me, I didn't know anything about, I didn't know it was possible to do this. I didn't know that it was quote unquote, okay to do. I didn't know it was a thing. I, I had no idea about it. And now we live in a time where, you know, this was something that you needed and you knew that and here you are. And not only that, but you have people that look up to you and that follow you and that, you know, you know, look at you as like a symbol of like, you know, hope or like, hey, I could do this too and things like that. So I think that's really incredible. And I love that your that your thought is like just keep thinking like exactly like you were thinking because this can happen. Yeah. 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 I mean I don't know. It is wild. Cause like the other day, like I was, I had a book for my niece and it was basically just talking about, it was about a girl who felt like a boy and it was a yeah. children's book, like, you know, and it was so wow. basic, like, and so the way it was just like laid out was so great. Like basically it started with the little girl looking in the window of a boy getting his hair cut. And it was like a thought bubble. And she was like, Oh, like, I wish I could like have a haircut like that. You know, and then kind of like just like little things like it talked about. And then at the end, her parents like asked her what she wanted for her birthday. And she said, like, she wanted to get her hair cut like that and that she wanted like her name to be. I can't remember. But and they like said, okay. And then she like got her yearbook pictures taken and or he and he basically was like, like, it was my best. It was my favorite yearbook picture ever. And I like looked up the kid and it's it's this trans guy or kid it's a trans kid he's like 12 years old and like someone wrote like a story about him and i don't know it's just so great that nowadays like a parent maybe who is like sees their kid who they can tell is different they can like go to the library or like do that research on google and like find something like that and be like oh there's other people that feel like this too so maybe my kid like is telling me the truth and does think this and feel this and you know so I don't know. We're, this I think is, we're going towards something better. Exactly. That's yeah. that's exactly it. This is these are the types of situations and things that make me hopeful for the future. There's plenty of stuff that makes me worried about the future, but these are the types of things and and situations and scenarios that makes me a little more hopeful uh, that their conversation is happening, that dialogue is going on, that social media is about it, that the books are being written about it, movies are being filmed about it, TV shows are being filmed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, new you know newspapers are writing entire page you know sections about this, um, and and I just think we're heading towards a really positive you know um, place, and we just need to keep can't get complacent though we got to keep fighting to get there so um yeah i i think you're amazing jordan i i love all the stuff that you do you're posting and just you know uh you being so open and honest with people and how positive you are about things and just doing this i appreciate you doing this um you know it's it's been really it's been really great so thank you so much well thanks for having me like 
I, I enjoy this stuff, being able to connect with other people. So, Yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll do a check-in a little bit down the road, just kind of see what's going on with you, yeah. see if you're still in Austin, um, you know, and, and what's going on with that. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, well, a year from now. <laughs> dun, 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 to, yeah. <laughs> to be continued. Right. Uh, no, but I, I'll put all your links and descriptions, everything below. Um, you know, for Ziggy's Naturals um, and, and as well, if, you know, for your, your social media information, everything. But thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. I'm definitely a fan and I'm going to continue to be a fan, um, you know, and, and hopefully we'll connect sometime down the road. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. So for everybody out there, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I will catch you on the next episode.